0: Welcome to the Points to the Paint Podcast, everybody. Stadium's number one NBA podcast. I'm Ben Wittenstein.
1: I, of course, am Zach Badgerhouse. Always in the house. Look at this, Zach. We're on camera.
0: A little bit of a new setup. We got the NBA logo behind us to let everybody know that, yes.
1: This is NBA Podcast. We're
0: talking NBA <laughs> basketball, for those who don't know. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at PointsPaint. Um, we are on YouTube. Facebook. And uh, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, whatever it may be. Whatever you want, whatever your heart desires, you can find us anywhere.
1: Absolutely. Voicemail line. Don't forget the voicemail line, 773-273-9088. We'd love to hear from you all as this summer session of basketball gets underway with the young fellas and some older guys trying to make a roster spot in the summer league. So let's get right into it. OBT, fella. Let's get right into it.
0: Before we do that. We do have a voicemail. Oh, we do. Do want to let you know we have a voicemail. L- l- let me play it for you.
1: Hello. Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, what up, Points in the Paint? It's your boy, Tommy. Uh, just calling to let y'all know. Top three classical jerseys. Y'all forgot about the pistons. Them Grant Hill joints, the blue with the horse on them. Them is the show classical. Uh, I agree with Ben on the Raptors. Oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> you know, it's all right. It's a voicemail line. A you can swear. It. You Yo, can swear whatever, right. whatever you're feeling, <laughs> whatever you want to talk about on that. Um, but yeah, look at that classical jerseys. We could honestly we did talk about that too. In the dead of summer, we could have a whole segment on classical jerseys if we wanted to. Yeah,
1: yeah. and we did forget those Pistons jerseys because when we talked oh, yeah. about it, uh, the '90s ones, um, those turquoise with the uh, like the horse or whatever. Yeah, with a uh, Stackhouse and Grand Hill in their heyday for yep. sure. Even the red ones, like they had like a red too. And the uh the turquoise. So yeah, no, those Pistons jerseys was definitely fly. I'm glad you like the Raptors jerseys. Of course, shout out to the boy. I do Carver. love the Raptors jerseys. You know, so make sure that's all good. That's cool, and it all worked out with uh the '90s Vancouver Grizzlies and everything. So yeah, it was it was a lot of nice jerseys back in the back in the '90s. But we could probably take it a step further and go into the '80s too. If we oh yeah.
0: To. That was the heyday of uh, NBA jerseys. Now they've got all the advertisements on them and basically bigger than the logos at this point.
1: Yeah, especially in the WNBA. It's like that's the front and center. They don't even say like <laughs> the team name, the team logo, whatever. It's just all about... You know, try to make that dollar. They got AT T on the back. Of the 30, <laughs> yeah, so. they got Bumble for the Clippers. In case you uh, are looking to <laughs> find a mate, you can go watch
0: NBA and, and go on Bumble. Yeah. Let's do one big thing though, Zach, uh, because we're kind of we're we're getting the summertime, middle of summer, summer league starting up. Big threshold. Free agency is over with. Draft is over Kinda. with. Well, kind of. And yeah. that's my one big thing.
1: Just one thing, one thing. Mm.
0: Free agency. DeAndre Ayton. You know what's. What's happening? What's happening with DeAndre? I'm kind of – I don't know about you. I'm a little surprised that he has not moved anywhere, that he, no teams like, really reached out to sign him. We haven't really heard anything about DeAndre Ayton. There's been rumors of trades going to Utah, things like that, but nothing final.
1: I would imagine been that – a sign-and-trade somehow takes place where he ends up going somewhere else and they bring someone in just so they can get some value back because obviously we know free agency means that you can decide wherever you want to go. But at least in a sign-and-trade sign scenario, there's a situation where, you know, let's say let's say Kevin Durant does. We'll get into that. Let's say Kevin Durant does end up in Phoenix. I, I think the best scenario with that would be a sign-and-trade with Aiden with a guy like Bridges and Johnson, you know, some, you know what I'm saying, like something like that. But that's the only scenario I really see with Aiton. It doesn't really seem like nobody's offering him any money, like no. any max money or anything like that. Dallas is kind of in the picture a little bit, but you don't really hear too much.
0: It'd be interesting. I wonder if Dallas now, they lose Brunson. Yep. They get Christian Wood. They do. They it would do. make s- – Aiton on that team would make them, I think, an immediate contender. I mean, they made the Western Conference Finals last season. so and They, they were did. They were a couple defenders away maybe some little help rebounding, mm-hmm. and you're good. And and I know the loss of Brunson is going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot for them, and I think getting Christian Wood helps kind of even that ship a, a little bit because the pick-and-roll game with with Luke and Christian Wood is going to be a lot of fun. But they still they need that rim protector a little bit more, and yeah. it, it's, it's going to hurt. They're not going to be able to play five players on the perimeter anymore if they have Aiton out there in the lineup, but I do think it could be a really
1: good addition to that team. Yeah, you may not be able to go five wide. But at least with Christian Woods, you know, what I'm saying his ability to kind of spread the floor out, you make make that situation a little more easier for Aiden if he's in the paint for the Dallas Mavericks. Do, do I think they make them a contender? I'm not sure. They were close. They we almost saw close. Dallas Mavericks in the finals last year. That's true. And you know, there's a lot of context, injuries, and everything. There are. And so I look at it like this: Tim Hardaway Jr. Will be the one I think that's going to step up in replacement of Jalen Brunson. Really, I feel like a lot of people forgot about him because he was hurt throughout those playoffs uh, this past postseason, and so with him coming back, that'll take a little less pressure off of um, Luka Doncic in terms of you know him ball handling, and they have to, I feel like they got to find another backup. Obviously, Spencer Dinwiddie's still going to be there, so that's going to help them too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's and huge. you he need and Luca needs all the help in the backcourt as he can get because I feel like the frontcourt situation that they have wanting to go five wide with Claver and um, who's the other the guy? Maxi well, Max Claver. Max Claver. Uh, there's the other big too that they try to go five wide. I think not necessarily Dwight Powell because he's more yeah, he's more of yeah, a, a more of, a yeah. Bit, but
0: but I think the thing with Christian Wood getting him, he's kind of a combination of the two, so he'll help. At least expand the depth of that Mavericks bench, which Mm -hmm. in the Western Conference Finals seemed to be a little bit of their issue. Yep, so that'll help.
1: Definitely will help. I definitely agree it'll help. but losing a guy like Jalen, it's gonna be tough rough. for that offense. It's a rough look. It's twenty-two points in the postseason. You know, yeah, and he definitely stepped up. Definitely got paid. Probably got paid a little too much. But a little
0: too know, much. It's neither here or there. A Little too much. I think I talked. I'm gonna talk about that in in, <laughs> in just a moment. But we do have Zach. We got the NBA draft. We had summer league. That's been that's been kind of the news of the day for the NBA so far since we've been gone.
1: Yeah, off season's definitely been uh, a little little crazy. NBA, NBA draft wasn't too. Over the top, you know, we kind of knew what was going to happen with the first uh, five picks. And then I think some of the things that were surprising for me in the draft was just like Ty, Ty Washington were going so late. And then uh, we'll talk about the trade with the Utah Jazz and the Wolves. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I felt like the pick that the Wolves made initially in the NBA draft with Walker Kessler I thought would have helped them in terms of what they were looking for in terms of like defense down low, a guy to really, uh, rebound, block shots, and a guy like the, with the Kessler kid from Auburn. But then they make that trade, which we'll get into, because I'm not really too pleased with it. A lot of people were talking and saying that you know they thought it was a good trade, but I just honestly <laughs> did, did like not it. think that trade would help any, any size of the party. And so I, it was kind of weird to see it happen the way that it did. I thought the guard for the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, I thought he would be the one to be traded before the, uh, the center we'll get into. But we'll see what happens. It's been move. an
0: exciting summer league so far, man. It's, you I'm know, there's been yeah. some excitement going on, which is always fun to see who overreacts or not. I almost put a bet on Chet Holmgren to win defense player of the year yesterday,
1: plus, plus 20,000. That's that's insane. I wouldn't have did that. Plus 20,000, blocks. I wouldn't blocks. even at no rookie for like a, any other award defensive player of the year you know if he comes out and average, what if he career. averages six blocks a year six no, blocks think, for the year i don't <laughs> think six blocks that's a little excessive a little over the top six I don't blocks think a game average more than like four well no i won't go that far maybe somebody back in the day probably averaged more than five blocks a game but all right so i'm lifetime, overreacting i don't think nobody's averaged more than four blocks a game so, so that's six fair. blocks for a rookie, show, six blocks man, for a rookie. put in the rim by Giannis, Joel Embiid. You think so? And Jokic. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> he's going to bulk up a little bit. But I will say this, though, about Shit, because I like Shett. And I like the other guy they got, too. I'm going to call him AP because I don't want to botch his name. But they're Ben like towers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and Shett Holgram, <laughs> he balled out. You know what I'm saying? He had the 23-7 and seven in his first game. And then I also like with Keegan Murray for Sacramento, the fourth overall pick of this year's draft. And what he's been able to do, averaging 20-plus points a game, getting over like seven rebounds for the Kings. And I think the Kings are going to have a new light. New direction with the coach, new GM and everything. I'm tired of all the noise and all the rah-rah as it relates to the Kings and how bad they've been when they've made decent decisions as of late for that franchise for it to turn around. So we'll just wait and see what happens. I will say this, though. Keegan Murray going crazy—that's cool and all, but that's a lot easy when you don't know the names of none of the other players on that summer <laughs> league roster. I don't know none of them other dudes, no. so he getting all the shots and all the opportunities he that he could possibly get. Oh, Keegan he's taking Ray. advantage of so, it though. He's yeah, taking yeah, advantage.
0: That's all you can ask yeah. for at this point. Is the, the the competition and the opportunities are going to be a lot different in the NBA than the start of summer league? Right, but it's promising. Three-point shots are falling, his shooting is going well, Mm. he looks confident. That's all you can ask for, and people will, myself, are going to be overreacting to a lot of things happening in Summer League, but that's really all you have to go off of. And I think there will be guys who overperform in Summer League that really don't do too well in the league, but it's more about the guys that underperform in Summer League that do well. In the NBA, once they get there, for some odd reason, Ayotisumu, one of those guys, summer league last year, he was a little disappointing. He looked a little scared, cautious. Gets into the league and starting plays really well. Gets an opportunity, shoots well, looks confident, looks willing to learn. I think those guys are more interesting than seeing Chet Homegreen get like six blocks guys, in a game because, of course, you know you if they're good, the top
1: guys to, to yes, of well, absolutely. I feel that. So that's why one of my favorite players in this summer league is going to be Kenny Lofton Jr. Kenny Lofton. Like, like he's the big chubby guy. You know what I'm saying? He kind of reminded me of Big Baby Davis. But he could do a little bit of everything, dribble, drive. He had, like, nine points and three rebounds, like five rebounds, something like that. Four four, for five from the field for the Memphis Grizzlies. And they got the Chandler kid coming off the bench. And he signed a solid deal. For a second round pick. I think it was like four years, seven million dollars or something yeah, like that. So we're a starting lot. to see those second round guys get the guaranteed contracts. And that's something you like to see as we progress with the G League and like the second round guys and all those guys trying to get that opportunity because we all know first round picks, guaranteed contract. But to see some of those second round pick guys like a Chandler and hopefully maybe a Kenny Lofton Jr. if he continues to play well for the Grizzlies in the summer league
0: Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so we've been off two weeks, and we've missed it. Prison time.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Right to jail.
0: Time to throw someone into NBA (laughs) prison, and even though there's no games going on, and we're past the draft, past free agency, kind of. We still have to throw still gotta do someone, it. something, some team into NBA jail. There's no escaping
1: this. Might not be a game play. It might not. It might be a decision that a team is making, particularly a GM this week, folks. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about Tim Conley. He out here wildly. Why would you trade for Rudy Gobert? You didn't gave away <laughs> your house, your your car, your your other car that's down the block that you're trying to make sure it doesn't get repossessed. Like you got all these. You got all these stockpiled assets. On the Timberwolves, and you trade them all the way crazy for Rudy Gobert. It literally makes no sense in a league where we've gone smaller and more athletic, where you need a guy like maybe I don't know. I'm glad they did keep Jaden McDaniels though. Let me start off by saying they
0: that. did keep Jaden. Yeah, they, they got rid of uh, they got they rid of Beasley.
1: But they got rid of Beasley. That's a guy I like. And he was kind of playing well for them in the playoffs last year. Pat Bev's Pat gone. Pat Bev, I feel yeah, like he was like 80% that was of the reason why yeah. they even went to the postseason. Yeah. So hopefully he can get a buyout there and hopefully find his way go back. back. Go back Minnesota. to Minnesota. That's the energy that I'm trying to have. And then Jared Vanderbilt, he was coming into his own in terms of like cracking the rotation for the Timberwolves. And so and then they just gave a bunch of picks away, like six picks. So yeah. you haul yeah. all yeah. that away for
0: one player? Rudy Gobert, their time is now. They got three years is the window now. Wow. Gobert's what, thirty? To do what how, how much to Make the t- win a title? Round? <laughs> yeah. Make the second round.
1: Get get Rudy Gobert uh mismatched in the NBA playoffs? He's seven feet tall, he's a giant. Then you got Carl Anthony Towns, and he's now he's gonna be on a perimeter now more than ever. Oh God. But what does this say about Anthony Edwards and his lanes? his attacking lanes, yeah, right. driving to the rim, right? It's going to be a little cluttered at times.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, what they're going to do with that one. I mean, who who's the leader? Who's the leader on the Timberwolves? That's really my question, because last year... Pat Bev. It was Pat Bev. He was the guy that brought them all together. He was the veteran that came up and said, guys, we need to, we need to get it together. This is what we do to win yeah. games. This is what we do to get to the playoffs. Carl Anthony Towns isn't going to be that guy.
1: That's my man's too. But, You're not that guy, mm, pal. You're not that guy. He's people, not. Yeah, and people try to like... When he tries to make himself that, people push it like they push it It away. just looks weird. He looks and funny doing it. People He's don't even allow him leader. to give him a chance to step up and be a leader nah. because it's like it, it looks so unorthodox for him to come across as someone to be in a vocal point of the team. And it's yeah. like, just give that man an opportunity. He's still young. He's still got all the opportunities to become that leader. But if it's not going to be Cat – we all know it can be Ant Anthony. You Edwards. think you think Ant's going <laughs> to yeah, step into that spot? Because there's a
0: leadership Edwards. vacuum in Minnesota right now. Gobert's not going to come in and really do it. I don't think he's the new guy. No. It takes it takes a little bit of time to build up that leadership reputation. Anthony Edwards, the new leader in in Minnesota, a young guy.
1: <laughs> what does this say about the new head coach Will Hardy for the Jazz? Um, only thirty four years old. Uh, that I find that's crazy. That's kind of wild, if yeah. Joe Ingles would have came back. He'd have been older than the coach. Yeah. But Joe went through a uh, Milwaukee Bucks sign with them. Great for, signing, by the way. Yeah, Love um, that signing. Knocked that, knocked that three ball down for those guys coming off that bench. So that'll definitely be good. They re signed Bobby Portis yeah. for the Bucks, too. Uh, so that was pretty good for them. And I think they're going to look for a, another backup point guard because I believe. They can run it back. Dante DiVincenzo, he left, I believe, yeah, he's for the gone. Warriors. And yeah. So. Uh, They're going to look to do something different with that. But I don't know what direction the Jazz is really going in. But I felt like Will Hardy wanted to at least get rid of the $200 million contract and try to go in a different direction, a more logical direction, going smaller and more athletic with today's NBA versus two uh, twin towers with car anthony towns really yeah
0: I, the, the experiment in minnesota is going to be really interesting but utah they're kind of in that position where well you we can start building around donovan mitchell if we really want to and it kind of looks like they're starting to do that he's still young Yep. they have four draft picks technically five because they got the first rounder from minnesota this year mm-hmm. w- what's the plan because you're you you do not want to really waste donovan mitchell's start he's going to start to get into his prime years pretty soon yep now do you trade him and just rebuild and really start over, get even more draft picks, more turn assets. into Sam Presti and just build up those draft picks? Mm-hmm. Or do you try to flip some of the prospects you got, flip some of those draft picks maybe for some players? They can go a lot of different ways, but they really have – it's a fine line. It's its a fine line because Donovan Mitchell is one of the better players in the NBA this this season, next season, for the next couple seasons for sure. You just have to build around him. And I don't know if they want to build around him or if they just want to start it all over. They well, can go a lot of different ways.
1: Well, whatever they're gonna do, the GM gonna be in prison and have a lot of. You're gonna have a lot of time to <laughs> think. a lot of time, you know, a lot of time, to figure out what they're yeah. gonna do.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right, dunk or deny, buy or sell. Um, I
1: you get it's a little <sighs> different, but it's okay though. A little
0: different, but yeah, I, it's a little different. I, I, I want right? to do. I want to do winners and losers, or at least winners, because. Free agency, the draft, who's winning, who's losing. That's really the number one thing. That's what everyone wants to know. So let's go a couple winners, a couple teams that are winners. And I'm doing this. Try not to gag, but the Boston Why? Celtics. Boston Celtics are winners. I hate when the Boston Celtics get better. I don't like them. As a Bulls fan, as a Midwesterner, nothing about Boston I like. Well, nothing about Boston. Dunkin' Donuts is all right.
1: thats I mean, all that is true. Like, granted, that's fine. But the moves they made... It's not like they were bad.
0: No, the, that's why they're the winner. You know saying they were That's strong. why I hate it. I hate that they're making good moves. You got Brad be Stevens, bad. <laughs> GM of the year. Yo, there you go. What's going
1: on? He couldn't coach though. <laughs> no, can't coach, but he can get some talent. Makes
0: some sense because he got Malcolm Brogdon. That was Malcolm a good, Brogdon, the that was a good trade. The that was point good. guard, he'll be 20, 25 minutes as long as he doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. And Pacers fans Wait, will tell you.
1: But probably get more minutes than that though, because he probably will, I as imagine. long as he's not hurt. That is a huge factor because I think he's only played like 60-odd some games in the last yep. three seasons or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, he gets hurt a lot. So he does get hurt a lot. I will give you that. But I think there's two sides to the Brogdon thing with me, with the Brogdon trade. One, on the on the pro side, they get a point guard because when we knew during the season, we talked about that. Boston Celtics, they need a point guard. Yeah, But on the other side, we also saw Marcus Smart kind of grow – and get better in that, you know, what I'm saying that PG yeah. role, being able he to did. distribute the ball. Yeah, he became an assist guard defense. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and just knocking down big shots at a time when he needed to. So that'll, I feel like that's gonna hurt his point guard abilities, as he was, you know, bringing him out a little bit this season. Yeah, but I might also, you know, what I'm saying, just putting right back into his natural position where he wants to be, maybe at the two guard. You know what I'm saying? Clamping down to the best perimeter offensive player.
0: Yeah, I mean, how the starting lineup for the Celtics, they have a lot of different options because they can go Marcus Smart point guard, Jalen Brown shooting guard, Tatum at small forward, if that's what they want. And I think that's that's pretty good. Or you could split Brogdon in there, put Smart at two, and put Tatum at the three. You could switch Tatum and Brown two at the three. Like, you got really good options. And then you have all of the defensive
1: players too. You know,
0: Grant Williams, Robert Williams. You got all those guys. In the paint,
1: I would look at it like this in terms of the lineup. Al I Horford. would go Brogdon, Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford. A solid lineup. I like it. A like If you that. want to bring Smart off the bench, you can, and you could just yeah, Smart off the bench is insane. You know He's winning six man of the year. Yeah, <laughs> He's winning you, six it, man. If you want to do that, yeah. but you don't necessarily have to because you got Derek White to come off. and yeah. you just mentioned Grant Williams. Like you got a few pieces that can come off and, you know what I'm saying, get it done. So Yeah.
0: No, they, they, they did well. Brad Stevens did well. He only gave up one first-rounder, gave up a bunch of role players that are replaceable. He did a really good job. Boston's going for it. And you got to respect it, too. They got to the finals last year.
1: And, just, and, just wrap, and they're like, we're, we're not yep.
0: running it back. We're changing it up. We're going to improve. That's a really dangerous team to look out for.
1: Another dangerous team. You tell me about it. What's oh, and they got that? Danilo going. All right, first of all, we got yeah, to mention Yeah, to tell Mike, you God. that, too. Yeah, yeah. You definitely got DG – out of um, Atlanta Who ended up getting tr- it, That was a part of that trade To San Antonio Yeah, so got, got the out. buyout yeah. In San Antonio We gonna get into that trade too Cause I really a wild trade two trades I just wasn't a fan of You know what I'm saying The Utah Jazz one we talked about And we gonna talk about The other one Involved in the uh, San Antonio Spurs And the Atlanta Hawks
0: uh, Other winners We can go through this quickly Cavaliers I like what they did I like oh, what they man. did they, they extended Darius Garland Got Ricky Rubio
1: back I just want them to get Sexton back Yes That's the big thing A lot of people uh, don't respect the Restricted free agent
0: so he's restricted, so they can still match if someone offers him. But I, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't want Sexton back. He's still young. You could still try to figure out how he and Garland work together. Maybe make Garland point guard, Sexton shooting guard. See how that works. That's Flip what they around. did to begin with, and, and it, it looked
1: good. And in the comparison, that when they when they drafted D.G. Darius Garland, the comparison was for the backcourt was, oh, they're gonna be the modern East Coast version of Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum. Yeah, that's what they said. And so you move forward, yep. you fast forward. You know, saying? So Sexton got hurt. Kind of gave Garland opportunity to take, to get the keys, uh, <laughs> and, and he did well. And now it's kind of iffy in the air if they really want to keep Colin Sexty, but I think they should because number one, avert, he's a little injury prone; he gets hurt sometimes. So you're gonna need that depth out there on the wing. So we'll see what happens.
0: They're they're running it back, and I don't blame Robin Lopez. I thought was a great addition for them for some of their bigs, the yeah, depth, yeah, just for
1: veteran presence too, and, and just depth for them because Lloyd marketing. Um, Evan mm-hmm. Mobley and Jared mm-hmm. Allen, like they're going to need to get that rotation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fixed and orchestrated. It's and a good I rotation. Think staff will be able to do that so won't nobody get hurt towards the end of the year like last season with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they went from what? Third, second in the East to dropping all the way to seven and, and missing the playoffs because of the play in tournament.
0: I, I mean, the starting lineup for the Cavs Garland, Sexton, Lavert, Mobley, Allen. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a that's playoff team. And then off the bench, you got a Kuro, Robin Lopez. You know those are really solid off the bench role players. So I really like what Cleveland did. We're also banking on just another year of improvement.
1: Oh, obviously. Mobley
0: improving, Jared Allen improving, yep. Garland Sexton, even LeVert, Akuro all improving. Too. You mentioned and mentioned yeah. You like him?
1: I do. Yeah, mean, like. I do said, yeah, you like, you I like do him. Akuro.
0: Yeah, it's good. So, so I'm I'm on board with
1: that. Uh, what other teams are winners, Zach? Other teams that can potentially be winners for me, I would say. Hmm. I got the Clippers. Clippers, for sure. Got the Clippers. Definitely the Clippers because they got my Clippers mans, are winners. John Wall. Yeah. You feel me? So, I was happy about that. That just added more depth for them because they still got Reggie Jackson. They just added a player. A solid all-star type player. 20-game, a 6-assist type player. John so Wall. Stupid. I, I was wild, so stupid. It's wild stupid
0: for so cheap so happy so so
1: happy <laughs> so
0: yeah he's signing with them that is going to be a stupid team if everyone's healthy and that is Kawhi, a PG very big 13. if yeah it's a big if because Kawhi pg-13 john wall what do all those guys have uh had in common oh less so sure. wall but yeah. definitely pg Kawhi he got some injury history some, there and
1: some like some serious injury, injury injuries. Yeah. yeah acl's Broken leg, Achilles. We talking some yeah. tough injuries right here.
0: So that is going to be as long as they are healthy, a good team, a very good team, yeah. a finals contending team. But they got to stay healthy, and that is the biggest butt of them
1: all. To yeah, be key to staying healthy, having a youthful group, and that's why I like what the Lakers did. Lakers I like are what winners. The Lakers did because they went, they that. got younger. They did. Which I'm not saying they, more got some, they got some tip top talent. Out there, you know what I'm saying. They got Lonnie Walker. You feel me? The name, names I like, like that. You know, I do like Lonnie Walker, defensive player. He's gonna attack the rim. You know what I'm saying? When he gets the opportunity in fast break in a transition. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like what the Lakers did. They went out. They got some young guys like that, and uh, they should be able to move forward and be in a solid position. And people won't be having these memes out here with guys in wheelchairs and looking like they're in a retirement home. They oh, don't have man. that no more because they got they've gotten younger. They re-signed some guys. I was sick. They weren't able to sign Malik Monk. I think he went over to Sacramento. But they were able to replace him with, like I said, guys like Lonnie Walker. They were able to uh, get THT back again on the the one-year deal. I like the fact they got Thomas Bryant. A lot of people talk about that because he was kind of quiet in Washington. But they got a guy that's similar to Montrezl Harrell in a sense. Not quite all the way, but in a sense. So that'll help them out big in terms of a presence down low. He is—he's
0: a really good backup center. If you can get Thomas Bryant, he's—he's a really good. He'll give you rebounding, he'll give you points, and you'll have the Thomas Bryant game every so often. You know, he'll—he'll he'll go off for twenty and ten, not a lot, but it'll happen once yep. or twice. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's—it's a—it's a good risk for the Lakers team. Now, <sighs> losers for me.
1: Yeah, I don't really have any losers, but I was so no. curious to why you think the Chicago Bulls are losers in this free agency slash NBA draft offseason? What's going on? So for me, I don't – it's it's losers with a big
0: question mark. Mm-hmm. And the big question mark for me is they clearly want to run it back. At least right now, as of this recording, they haven't made any trades, big trades for like Vucevic and Kobe. They're still on the team.
1: Yep.
0: I feel like, AK Mark Eversley, their front office, feels like they can run it back. And I, I don't know if that's the correct – why not? thing they should be doing, and the only way reason it works...
1: Remember that I word. Just remember that I word. Improvement? Nope. Injuries. Injuries. Just always yes. remember. Like so I was going with improvement. Because you gotta look at it like this. The reason why he probably, AK, wants to run it back with the same similar roster, same roster, is because he wants to at least see what he has with Caruso right. and Lonzo at the same time. So He probably wants to see that, wants that, to at least look at that first, examine... What that's gonna look like. Even maybe Patrick Williams get him at least for 55 games to decide yep. what he's gonna be. I know I know Bulls fans be out here wilding with with Patty with Project Pat. Y'all <sighs> y'all not sold. Don't know what he gonna be. This and you that. Know, but listen, not sold. dude, only like 20. Ain't played that many games. Yeah. And he been hurt. Remember, injuries. Like that's be that's the one. And it's like the NBA, it's like. Move so fast, it seems like, like in dog years. Like You you would think a player would just be yeah. in the league forever. Patrick Williams has been in the league, what, two years going on his third? Yep. And he's probably played a grand total of, what, 50 games maybe. You know what I'm saying? So we got to get that.
0: And he's also 20 years old. He yeah. will be
1: 21 when the season starts. But
0: if he's healthy, and that's, that's the other I word, injuries – I'm looking for improvement. <laughs> I'm looking for Io to become
1: well, he's well, almost
0: starter quality. Yeah. I'm looking for Kobe to keep improving and hopefully get better at defense. I'm looking for Patrick Williams to just get better at his all-around game, get more confident. If the young guys improve on the Bulls, they could actually be a better team. Because if all of the younger players that they have, if they make that next step in their development – Then, yes, this is an absolutely better team, and that's the best offseason acquisition that the Bulls could get is just major improvement from their young players because Levine's going to come out and do his thing. You're going to have Vucevic do his thing at 30-plus years old. DeRozan, we know what you're going to get from DeMar. Am I worried that he can't replicate an MVP-type season again? Absolutely. I am extremely worried about that, and that's why if he can't do it, you you get the young guys to step up. And improve and show that they are taking the next step in their development, and then and then that's when that's when that question mark for the Bulls as losers goes away because then they are winners. <laughs> but if no one can improve, DeRozan takes a step back because he can't replicate his MVP season. Zach Levine kind of plateaus. Vucevic plateaus. You messed up.
1: Was, it's just with with the Bulls and DeRozan in particular. I feel like he'll be fine. Okay, if you don't get the to twenty seven a night, I mean I think you'll still be fine because you still like like Lonzo, he's coming back. Yeah, know, he so needs so to stay be, healthy. I'm so that's gonna be yeah. his offensive opportunities right there. And then that's gonna take the the pressure off a guy like DeRosa who's not gas come April. Yeah. You feel me? So you're it's right. like you kinda want him to take the foot off the gas a little bit so he's not, you know, being utilized so much throughout the season. So you got him ready yeah. and ready to go come uh postseason, him and Zach Levine. There you go.
0: Uh, you are denying something very specific, and I like this.
1: Yeah, the King haters, man, Sacramento King haters, man. People, already, people study talking about how they're going to be the same old Kings, they're going to be doing the same old thing year after year because we've seen it the last 20-I years, the Sacramento King organization being a complete – <laughs> dumpster fire. But I think the direction goes a little different this time around with the draft pick of Keegan Murray. Now, it does all depend on what they want to do with a De'Aaron Fox or a Sabonis, you know, Davion Mitchell, those players that they've drafted in the past or even traded for with Sabonis in the past. So it really just all depends on what they do with the roster moving forward if they can keep it together with no one being upset you know fox wanting to trade or anything like that if they can keep that little core together i'm not saying they'll make the playoffs but they'll definitely be in that mixture for the uh the play-in scenario
0: i was getting ready for this show last night 11 11 30 going to bed as i do and i start looking up the sacramento king's depth chart
1: and I don't hate it. You can't. I don't hate it. Bro, Richard Holmes is a solid player on your team. You know what I'm saying? He's going to rebound, block shots, and bring that physical presence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely like him. Like I said, Devi Mitchell, perimeter player, young guy coming in in year two. Definitely trying to lock up some. You know what I'm saying? Attack the rim on a yeah. On the fast Yeah, if he break.
0: improves. I mean, that, are they going to, like you said, are they going to be a playoff team? Probably not. Are they going to be fun? Oh, yeah. Yes. Fox, Herder Barnes. If you start Keegan Murray at the four, that could be a lot of fun. And Sabonis at center. That's
1: a, yeah, not Mitchell. a bad team. It's not,
0: it's not, it's not horrible. Bad. It's not horrible. Davion Mitchell off the bench. Malik Monk bunk, bunk off the bench. And then
1: the pressure really ain't got to come for Keegan Murray really like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he can kind of just step in and just yeah. be like – a fluid offensive player around a guy like Harrison Barnes who's looking to get his offense, a guy like De'Aaron Fox who's looking to attack. Could be fun. You know what I'm saying? Kick out and find a guy like Keegan Murray standing in the corner waiting on that three-ball shot to knock it down. And, of course, you got the pick-and-roll, pick-and-pop action with Sabonis. Listen, we still – we have a
0: lot of time, but before the season starts, we have to pick the points in the paint podcast team of the year.
1: It was OKC <laughs> oh, last year. Oh, it was no, OKC year. It was OKC okay. our first year. It was OKC
0: our first year.
1: Memphis last year. Maybe Sacramento? i tell you what, Sacramento, Sacramento they would have to start the season above 500 <laughs> through their first 15 games before we could ever even decide something uh, like that.
0: Well, I guess it won't be Sacramento. <laughs>
1: Word on the street.
0: And now, word on the street.
1: Yes. What's the word on the street going on this week? Word on the street is, first and foremost, did you see KG's message to AD? I do want to touch on that. No, what was his message? Ooh, you got to watch the video, folks. Just look up Kevin Garnett, Anthony Davis, and you will just see this heartfelt video about Anthony Davis from Kevin Garnett and how Buddy needs to do better play better, look himself in the mirror, take Uh, a walk down the beach, sit in a room by himself, watch film on himself, and realize that he has the opportunity with the talent level that he has. And he challenged him, too, as well. Anthony Davis should go for MVP next year, period. Interesting. Definitely should go for MVP. I don't disagree. He's top five when healthy, easy. Like talent. Top five talent. He is a top five, top ten talent in this NBA. Anthony Day to Day Davis, when he is available. Yeah. When he is available. When is a, that's the biggest question of all time. And that's because it's so funny because when he was available, they won a championship. Did they yeah. not? Right? How do we forget that? How do we forget such yeah. an impact of a player? because like it was that? in the bubble.
0: Everyone, you know. T.J. Warren, bubble god. Oh, my God. People forget that. (laughs) I think people just put less value on on what happened in the bubble, apparently. Now, that doesn't diminish the Lakers' win. It kind of does diminish the Lakers' win, but it's all right.
1: I don't like that. They played well. They did play well. And I feel like that was a tough championship to win. Like, no fans. It was. That's even harder. Yeah. We got to, like, that has to be said. We can't put no asterisk. On the 2020 <laughs> NBA Finals, nope. man, we can't do we'll that. Fine. We can't be doing that.
0: Uh, let's see what else. Uh, what else are people talking about? What's uh,
1: going on? Oh man, KD want to trade? Yeah, he does. That's ridiculous. That's, I personally yep. think he should just stay running back because at this point, bro, like you're tarnishing your legacy. I don't know how you feel about that, KD. I mean, obviously, you probably don't care because you went to the Warriors and everybody know that that was a not that just wasn't okay. I'm not gonna get into it in terms of like the the, the nits and bits of it but it just wasn't okay so fast forward <laughs> you go over to brooklyn i always felt like for you to really establish yourself without the warriors you know what i'm saying noise you had to win a championship in brooklyn and now it's looking like you want to run from you that know, It just goes back to what i originally used to say about kevin uh durant you run it from the grind, bro. Like, you run from challenges. It's like, why does it have to be easy for you? Like, bro, you're the second best player in the world. I would say so myself. Like, there's no excuse for you to be out here, like, trying to get with the second and third, fourth best players in the NBA, the greatest shooters to ever touch a basketball, in order for you to feel comfortable to play. Like, yeah. that's, not, like that's not
0: okay. No, he's... Is- it, I, he's definitely lost a lot of fans through this because they see him do that. They say, all right, you want a title with Steph and Clay and Draymond, awesome. And they say they wouldn't have done it without you, awesome. But show us you can do
1: it without them. Now, Show yeah. us you can do it without them. Because they showed them. us first yeah. time around when they went that show they were us. able to do it. So now, like you said, let's see what you got. KD.
0: Show us. We KD. know you have the talent. We know KD has the talent. No one's questioning that. Do you have the leadership skills? Do you have the leadership skills to carry a team yourself? And seemingly he doesn't. Seemingly he doesn't have those leadership skills because he didn't need to be a leader on the Golden State team. He just needed to go out and perform. Yep. You got Steph, you got Draymond, you had Clay even to be the vocal guys. You Durant didn't need to be the vocal guy. Now in Brooklyn, That's he kind of needed want. to be, probably the, Brooklyn don't
1: guy. Want to be the, the vocal guy. No, you probably you don't. don't want that because he might say. I don't something think anyone like, really don't need a coach. <laughs> <laughs> like he might say something like, "We don't need a coach. We don't need a coach. We definitely need a coach." Ask Steve Nash that first round. exit, And you didn't get a dub either. Yeah, about, about whether or not you need, you need, a, need a coach.
0: coach. <laughs> yeah, no. So it, it, we need to see. We need to see more from Kevin Durant. I want to see more from Kevin Durant because I, you know, I'm with you. I would even even say talent wise, he might be the best player on earth. Right right now possibly you feel me and so to say that about someone and then say well could he lead a team to a finals to a championship could he be the main guy
1: that's the interesting I question no mm-hmm. i don't
0: know uh what else is going
1: on nba 2k 23 yeah mm-hmm. it's three about goats three headed goat three goats yeah so we got some cover athletes folks we got mj He's going to be the first one to be 100 overall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like nobody's ever been He's 100 on all overall. The time. He's going to be the first one, yeah. obviously, because he go go talk. Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, they're going to make the cover of NBA 2K23, NBA edition. So that's very, very exciting. And as it shows the progressiveness of video games And how we've You know what I'm saying We've elevated our way Into the women's side Of basketball And I'm proud to see that yeah. I'm very proud to see that
0: It's very cool And you can play With the WNBA teams yep. You can do leagues With the WNBA teams It's fun Yeah. Might as well Why oh, not
1: yeah, Definitely uh, you need, So if you got that new gen you know what I'm saying, You're gonna be in good business Because I think the there pre-order Is like What July 7th So that's like Right around the corner So oh, yeah. you gotta no, you know The can, Davis podcast comes out you, you can pre-order this You can pre-order that NBA 2K Right away
0: NBA 2K, sponsor us. Uh, All right, game of the week. Game of the week to finish out the podcast.
1: Game of the week this week because the Dallas Wings. Moneyline over the Indiana Fever last week or last time we recorded, that definitely was a dub. And so now we got to run it back this week. But we're going to go back out west to Seattle. And we're going to rock out with Sue Bird, the assist guy, Brianna Stewart. We're going to roll with them. Moneyline. With a two-leg parlay. I know I ain't got much shades, but that's okay. Parlay Players Club. Because I'm still going to roll with the Seattle Storm. And I also like the Chicago Sky in the first half of their next game against the Indiana Fever. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Indiana. Y'all are a young team. You So, they come out with five rookies. Sometimes the inexperienced shows. So, I like the Sky first half. Take care of business on Friday. And I also like the Seattle Storm. Take care of business as well.
0: Go watch some WNBA, folks. Gotta watch the W. Go watch some
1: WNBA. And look, you might catch me on Twitter or something talking about the summer league play because I might gamble a little wagers on that too. <laughs> Keegan <laughs> it's Murray, coming to DGN Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, it's been yeah, on some summer league. Keegan Murray, he kind of cost me some money yesterday beating the Lakers, but that's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? 87 75. I was kind of hoping the Lakers take that dub. I didn't think Keegan Murray would have enough help. Oh, no. <laughs> with his bucket. He's Superman. To get the dub. Always he-
0: bet on the underdogs from Summer League, is what I've learned. Oh, for real? No one really knows. No one should be the favorite. They're all pretty. It should
1: just, em. Should we just pick them. should be pick them.
0: Bet the underdogs. It should all be pick <laughs> Bet the underdogs. Unless it's Shed Holmgren.
1: So there you go. Pick all the underdogs, folks, for the NBA Summer League. And you actually pick a winner, too. So whichever team you think is going to win a Summer League championship, You let us know. You dial that number, 773-273-9088. You let us know who you think is going to be the winner of the NBA Summer League and who you think is going to win Rookie of the Year. Shed Hogram. You think it's going to be Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey? Whoever you think. Who's going to stand out for you guys? You guys let us know. That's going to conclude this edition of Points in the Paint Podcast presented by stadium i'm zach b of course that was ben Wittenstein, my main man you can follow us on our social handles respectively of course make sure you follow at points paint on twitter facebook and you subscribe and follow the youtube channel make sure you subscribe to points in the Pain podcast wherever you get your podcast speaking of podcasts and speaking of betting sharp lessons with ben winstein and nate jacobson is coming out every week you do not want to miss that at all Tape Don't Lie with my man Felder and he got his hand in the dirt too with the podcast so you do not want to miss those amazing podcasts with incredible content and you will hear from us next week